Breathing in air, the fake ain't phony, they're just seeing impaired Cause you believe what you see or believe what ain't there The real world is twisted and to me it ain't fair Cause greedy people seem Welcome to the voices in my head The intro and outro music is West and Coast by the High Council You can check them out on SoundCloud Welcome back Came across a very fascinating and disturbing story. It's disturbing because someone's dead. At the same time, it's fascinating on the different spins that I'm getting from this. Then I wanted to give you my take on it because I don't always go by the different spins. And then also my opinion about what happened. So before I get into the different articles, I'll tell you the story of what happened. This took place in Kansas City a couple, probably about a week or so ago. I think it was around the uh, 18th, 17th, 18th, right around there. A man was in a convenience store, Javon Taylor. He got into a verbal altercation with a female convenience store clerk over a brand of cigars or cigarettes that they did not have. The store clerk asked Javon to leave the store. He continued to argue with her. Anthony Santini, who is an off-duty firefighter, was in the store and decided to get involved. He told the guy to leave. They started having words together. They then left the store, got into an altercation. Sometime either before or after that altercation, this is where the stories differ, Javon Taylor went to his car and got a gun. Anthony Santini kept on wrestling with him, got the gun away or knocked out of his hand, had him on the ground, was putting him into a chokehold or a headlock. And once again, the difference now watching the video, all this is on video. So anybody can go out there and watch and have their own interpretation. To me, it looked like a chokehold. Now there's two different types of chokeholds. There's the one where you're trying to actually crush someone's larynx and actually have them stop breathing, which is deadly. The other is more the sleeper hold that you would see in professional wrestling, where you, you cut off the arteries to the brain. And because brain gets no oxygen, the person just passes out. However, once the blood flow comes back, the person wakes up. There's really no damage to that. Looking at the video, it's hard to tell really what's going on. And now maybe a, a martial arts expert or someone that's expert in hand-to-hand could see a difference. But I think the average Joe Blow looking at this is not going to see a difference. Well, the girlfriend gets out of the car. The girlfriend of Javon Taylor sees Javon on the ground. Anthony Santini on top of him. Now, Anthony Santini is a big guy. He, looking at this picture, he's probably 6'2 or above. And if you've seen the TV uh, show on Amazon, Jack Reacher, not the Tom Cruise version of Jack Reacher, but the one on Amazon, the big monster of a guy that plays Jack Reacher and that, that's what this guy looks like. He's built like that. So he's a, a monster of a man. He's big. Javon Taylor is small. So, so Anthony is just dominating him in this physical altercation. The woman picks up the gun and is pleading with Anthony Santini to let her boyfriend go. Her kids are in the car. You're going to kill him. You're going to kill him. Please stop. Please stop. I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to shoot you. Please stop. Once all this is on video, it was a 10 minute video. The only thing that's not on the video is the gunshot. Finally, at a certain point, the girlfriend shoots Anthony Santini in the back. He gets up, walks into the convenience store, collapses over dead. The DA's office, after looking at the video that's online, and I'm sure the security footage, and also the witness, which is at least the convenience store clerk, got her uh, testimony. And anybody else, probably the person taking the video and other people, decided not to prosecute 
the woman. Now, the guy is being prosecuted. He is a convicted felon. He can't have a firearm. He's being charged with the firearm crime. So that's the basis of the story. Now, the question is, should the, uh, the girl be prosecuted? That's where the, the difference and the different spins are coming up. So the first one I'm going to go to is Rebel News. This is more of a conservative news site. This article is dated October 21st, 2022. The headline is, Kansas City firefighter was killed trying to prevent a shooting. Prosecutors declined to press charges on shooter. So first of all, the headline is misleading. We do not know if he prevented a shooting. We do not know if Javon was going to shoot the store clerk. Now, different reports say different things. Some say he he had mentioned he was he had a gun and he was going to go get it. Did he explicitly say, I'm going to come back and shoot the store clerk or shoot Anthony Anthony Santini? We don't know. I mean, that's where the details, we're not getting all the details. First of all, the fact that he's a Kansas City firefighter is irrelevant to the story, but that helps sensationalize it. And then it says prosecutors def- declined to press charges on the shooter. Well, neither the Kansas City firefighter or Javon did the shooting. It was an innocent bystander that did the shooting. So it wasn't like they... Both went in to rob the place, like what happened in that bodega in, in New York City, where the girlfriend and her boyfriend were beating up this the bodega worker, and, and the bodega worker stabbed him and, and killed the the black man, while the, the his girlfriend was punching, I think, stabbing the bodega worker. That was not what was happening. This was not a tag team. This was not a co- coordinated or an attack. This was the girlfriend had nothing to do with it other than trying to get anthony santini to stop the fight and to get off her boyfriend and try to go home everybody go home alive so the article in rebel news a kansas city firefighter was shot dead after he tried to defend a convenience store clerk from a convicted felon well no one knew at the time he was convicted felon so this is one of the after facts that we find out and now the prosecutor's office in kansas city is refusing to pursue a murder charge against his killer well that's because the killer had nothing to do with it other than protecting her boyfriend, and I'm questioning maybe the father of her children because she mentioned children were in the car. And then the next next paragraph is basically what I've already said about what was going on. According to court records, Santini intervened when Taylor refused to leave. Taylor then jumped away from Santini and started threatening him and moved outside to go to his vehicle where he pulled out a gun. Now, so there's some words exchanged and then it said he went outside to go get his gun. In other articles, it says they started fighting in there, and then the fight went outside, and the fight went on for 10 minutes. The video of the physical altercation shows Santini disarming Taylor, who was armed with a handgun with an extended magazine, court documents showed. After Santini pinned the man down in a headlock, once again, this is where I'm looking at it, it looks like a choke call to me. Now, Martial arts experts or self-defense experts may see something different. I think the average person would not see that as a headlock. I think they would see that as a a chokehold. And then it says a female passenger exits Taylor's vehicle at that time, picks up the gun, gets the gun, and points at Santini. Now, this article, let's see if it gets into, it doesn't get into the girlfriend's pleading with Santini to get off of Javon. Please stop, please stop. You're killing him. You're going to kill him. I got my babies in the car. Please don't. She's begging him and he didn't. And from the video, Anthony looked up and could see this lady with the gun in her hand. Then I'm going to skip over to Fox 4. And this is 
Out of Kansas City, this is the headline is Woman Won't Be Charged in Shooting Death of Kansas City Firefighter. And it starts off Jackson County prosecutor said a woman who shot and killed a Kansas City firefighter early this month will not be charged, saying it was self defense. Anthony Tony Santini died after he was shot at an Independence gas station along US 40 Highway on October 6th. While in the store, Santini heard Javon Taylor cussing at a female employee. According to the affidavit, Taylor was upset the, door didn't, the store did not have the brand of cigars he wanted to buy. Clark told Taylor to leave the store. When he refused, Santini stepped in and also told him to leave. Court documents show Taylor began threatening Santini. The men left the business and began fighting in the parking lot. The court documents show Taylor pulled a gun and the two men started fighting over the weapon. And then it gets into the rest of the story. So this Fox News actually interviewed a self-defense attorney and it says fox showed the video to a practicing attorney of 40 years who wrote missouri's book on weapons and self-defense so this guy is the man he is the expert on self-defense laws for missouri quotes quoting him technically it's called the defense of justification and your justification is you are saving the life of another person kevin jameson author of missouri's weapons and self-defense law said Jamison said in most cases it would be important to know who started the fight, but it may not be necessary in this case. Quote, the girlfriend is only constrained by what she reasonably believed to be the circumstances. If she did not see the start of the fight, all she knows is her boyfriend is getting strangled. And from the video, or at least from the video clip that I saw, that's what I would assume. Now, I'm not, they don't show the whole 10 minutes, and I'm sure the whole 10 minutes is out there. The clip is Anthony is just dominating, kicking this guy's butt. It's just overwhelming this guy. And that, and if that is, and I clear, they're, they're showing from the records, it was during that fight and all that going on, that's when the woman got out of the car. So all she sees is this monster of a man dominating her boyfriend in a chokehold, strangling him, thinking he's going to die. And this, if this is her baby's daddy, it's her kid children's father. I need to protect him. I need to do something. And then the affidavit states that the woman pointed the gun at Santini and shot him in the back. Here, here's my thoughts on this because the, the right is going to pin this as this is a, a liberal DA that is soft on crime, refusing to process, prosecute crime. This goes along with my theory of cognitive dissonance. That, at least from the right, the right should be praising this woman. She used a gun to defend her boyfriend and possibly the father of her children. And this just for sake, assume that this was the father of her children. She used a handgun legally in self-defense, the proper self-defense, to defend the father of her children. They should be praising that. And this is where the left comes across saying the right is racist because if... The races were reversed. This was a six foot four jacked black man dominating a little white guy. I don't think we would have this same spin from Rebel News. I, I really don't. I think the argument was the black guy was obviously a, because all black men are criminals and hopefully you pick up the sarcasm. I don't really believe that. That's the thinking of the racist that black, this black man has to be a criminal and that's the reason he's beating up this little white guy. And the white guy must be innocent because he's white. The other thing that I look at this is Anthony was a moron. He interjected himself into something he had no business doing. Now, when I read that, I'm thinking, why Why did he escalate this? Now, I think 
part of the reason I know, I want to put my amateur psychologist hat on. Once again, I don't know all the details. I am, this is my assumptions that I'm owning in this assumptions. Anthony is a big guy, muscular, big 6'2", 6'4". He's probably gotten through life bullying people or using his size to intimidate. Being a firefighter, is a lot of cops that are friends. I'm sure they've covered for him when he's gotten into bar fights or into altercations. And he sees this scrawny little black man and it's like he they, he was going to play who has the bigger D. And he was going to prove he had the bigger D than Javon. That's what happened. He didn't have to do this. He could have just stood there and to see what was to make sure Javon didn't attack the store clerk. But he, he wanted to white knight. He was going to prove himself to be a man and step in there and take care of business. If Javon actually said, I'm going to go get my gun and shoot you to the store clerk, if that's me... As soon as he walks outside, I'm going to walk over the door and lock it. Those doors are easy to lock. And if both, usually a lot of those places just lock one door and the, the little turn things right there halfway down the door, just close and lock it. Tell the store clerk, if you got a panic button, please hit it. If not, call the cops. I'm calling 911 on my cell phone. They're going to get two phone calls that a man threatened to go get a gun and come in and shoot the place up. They're going to be there in no time. But... Anthony had to be the big guy. He had to prove he's Bobby Badass and go out there and take care of business. So he interjected himself into something he should not have done. When I took my concealed handgun course, it was there was a husband and wife. The husband was a police officer. He was a sergeant at a local police department by me. He was their handgun instructor or weapons instructor. And then there was another police officer and then the wife. And the wife was certified to teach handguns. The wife said one of the best things that I ever heard because... During the concealed handgun class, everybody's asking, when can I pull my gun and be John Wayne? When can I be, you know, Dirty Harry? When can I do these things? And she's like, don't. Don't get involved. Just leave it alone. She said, only pull your handgun if you're willing to go to jail for the person you're trying to save. So if you're willing to go to jail for your husband, your wife, your kids, your parents, your brothers, fine, do it. But Joe Blow, stranger out on the street, are you willing to go to jail for that person? Because you don't know all the details. You don't know what's going on. Stay out of it. Then the patrol officer that was in there, not her husband, but the other officer, he had the second best piece of advice when asked about that question. He said the same thing. Don't get involved. He said, if you want to help out, you be the best witness possible. You're on the phone with 911 saying, hey, here's the guy this is his race. This is what he's wearing. This is what he's driving. He has a, he's wearing jeans. He's about five, six, 150 pounds. He said he was going to go get a gun. Here's what his hair looks like. Here's the type of car he's driving. Here is his license. You know, just be a good witness. Don't get involved. But Anthony didn't want to do that. Then the, another thing that I learned in different hang, in a different handgun training class where this was actually taught by one of the firearm instructions at the police academy in our, in our area, in our state. He did, he taught us to do exactly what this woman said that when, before you shoot somebody, if possible, tell them you're going to shoot them. Tell them, put down the knife. I have a gun. I will shoot you. Don't make me shoot you. Don't make me shoot you. I will shoot you. You keep on saying that. Because then when all the witnesses hear that, they're going to tell the cops, yeah, the guy said five times, I'm going to shoot you. Well, the sixth time, he actually shot him, which is what the girl did, what the this woman did. She did the exact same thing. Cops are trained to do this. This is why when cops are wrestling with somebody or trying to arrest somebody, all the cops start yelling, stop resisting, stop resisting, stop resisting. Even though there may not be any resisting, they want that on their body cam. They want that on the recording. 
They want witnesses to hear that. Yeah, that we heard him yelling. So he must have been resisting. So that's what the woman did, which is why it's self-defense. She pleaded with him. She told him, I will shoot you. And she's begging the guy. She didn't want to do it. I mean, her mind's probably messed up right now. But Anthony wanted to be the big Bobby badass. Now he's a dead Bobby badass. Sad to say. But the old saying, when you F around, you find out. So I'm going to end with a little story that I heard. And it's a funny little story, but I think this fits. This 10-year-old boy, he has a bag in his hand. He goes to the park. He sits on the park bench. And next to him is this old man feeding the duck. The little boy opens the bag, pulls out a candy bar, eats it. Pulls out another candy bar, eats that. Pulls out a third candy bar, eats that. Goes through about 10 candy bars. And the old man's looking at him and says, little boy, you shouldn't eat 10 candy bars back to back. The little boy looked at him and says, you know, my grandpa lived to 99, did three tours in Nam, and he lived to be 99 years old. And the old man looked at him and, well, did he eat 10 candy bars back to back? The little boy said, no, he, he learned to mind his own effing business. And that's what Anthony should have done. Anthony should have learned to mind his own business. He could be there to protect a woman. He didn't have to go out there and get in a fight. I'm with the woman. Now, Javon, he's going to get charged for being a felon and having a handgun. He's probably going to spend time. He's on parole or probation. That's getting yanked. He's going to spend some time for that. The young lady, I feel sorry for her that she had to take someone's life and she has to live with that. But she begged the guy to stop and Anthony didn't. So when you see this article, realize there's more than different spins. The conservatives are going to spin it one way. And there's more to the story. And I wish we could find out more to the story. I would like to know more about the personality of Tony Santini to know, is he was he a bully? Did he use his size and his strength to intimidate people? What, you know, what was it going through his mind to go out there and confront Javon and to actually get into an altercation with him? Why did he feel that was necessary when he could easily lock the door when Javon exited to go get, if he was going to get go get a gun? Or he could have just pushed Javon outside and locked the door. I mean, that's just as easily too. Very sad situation, but just shows the craziness we are at in today's society. Thanks for listening. I could run the whole block just from walking the line. Parking is prime. These are the thoughts of my mind. And I'm a straight rider, never stop at a sign. And I'm only slowing down if I'm stopping the sign. Six figures on a check before I'm jotting a line. It goes one for the money, two for the clothes, three for the honeys, and a four for the flows. Five O's and six.